before you listen to the show, as well as the other problems that I mention during the show about having a bit of a headache, I also experience complete computer failure, which is another reason that the show that you're about to listen to was unfortunately delayed. Enjoy the show, and again, sorry that it's a bit late. Hello, thanks for tuning in. You're listening to Captain Roy's Rocket Radio Show, Crash, the UK podcast for the culture geek, technology nerd, and creative wizard. This is episode 370, recorded on Monday, the 1st of February, 2021, and the tape started rolling at exactly 2300 hours. Here we are again, and today we are talking about Doctor Who. Again, we are picking up where we left off with our ongoing and endless and infinite vintage Doctor Who rewatch marathon. The story that we're talking about tonight is The Hand of Fear from 1976. As I said recently... The State of the Rewatch segment is back in the pre-show. Let's do that now. First of all, after having been harangued by YouTube's content matching algorithms, as have a lot of YouTubers, I said I'd do away with clips. Then I backtracked and included them again, as I have throughout the Rewatch. I'm sure a minute of audio is fair use, but try arguing that in court without a fantastically expensive and well-suited copyright lawyer. Added to that is that the audio that I use is heavily edited to the point where I can't see how I may have infringed copyright in any case, but why risk it at all? So sadly, no more audio clips. Yes, copyright law stinks. And that, incidentally, is why you will not see these podcasts transcoded and uploaded to YouTube, because of that entire problem. But don't worry, you won't be missing out on content, because I won't have the slightly onerous task of putting together these clips. I'll have more time for show notes, And there will be more facts and story stuff to talk about to keep you entertained. You won't be missing much. Also, I have to tell everyone that I'm sorry for the scheduling snafu recently. The reason for the scheduling screw-up is that I'm a solo podcaster, and if I get sick, there's no show. And after a week since the last migraine, I had another one. And that really messed up me having any chance of doing anything, really. I am better now, but the moment I start pushing myself, I risk a spell. At least I wasn't taken out for a month, as that was something that happened not so long ago. Yes, it is starting to worry me as well, but don't everyone out there worry. It's all in hand. And it wasn't as bad as that real bugger of a migraine 
that I had that time. But I've probably mentioned it in the podcast. I am trying to take things slowly, and every time I start to feel bad, I relax. We'll see where this goes. But as I said, the symptoms are a little milder this time, and I can once again be all bohemian and gothic romance and as cool as sunglasses after dark by the cramps when I swoon. Apart from that, what else is happening around the world? Well, Hong Kong is imploding, the Uyghurs in China are still under duress, the Central African Republic is in turmoil, and there's been a coup in Myanmar. The military there parroted voter fraud. Ah, I wonder where they got that idea from. Closer to home, the pandemic continues bludgeoning the UK, and my car was sick. But the mechanic says the sudden strange knocking from underneath the car is normal. Put that in my eulogy, please, when something terrible happens to my car. Fingers crossed it doesn't, but look, I have consulted the mechanic. I should be legally covered. What else do I have to tell you that is of no relevance to Doctor Who? Ah oh yes, the great pandemic beard of captaining and wizarding is gone again. I tend to grow this out for a few weeks, which is enough to get me into a state where I look even more insane than usual, which is also one of the reasons that I shaved it off. The other being that it was very scratchy, and I feel better without a beard. And I know, a beardless captain, a beardless wizard. Enough with the irrelevant, tangential nonsense. Let's talk about 1976. The day this story was first broadcast. And that day in 1976 was the 2nd of October. What happened on that exact day? So yes, the On This Day segment is back. And I can safely tell you that nothing happened on that day. Though ABBA were number one with Dancing Queen... The Wurzels were at number four with I Am A Cider Drinker, which is something I can strongly relate to after almost going blind from the illegal crap you could, or perhaps still can, buy behind the bar in some less than reputable West Country pubs. And still on music, the Sex Pistols were apparently imploding. And as we have already mentioned, coups in the spirit of current news, which makes 2021 seem like the year of coup attempts, Trump, and this Doctor Who story as well, as you will see later on. Earlier in March 1976, Argentine President Isabel Martinez de Perón was deposed by a military coup d'etat. She was one of the wives of the husband of the Evita character in the musical, and she was a president as well. Look, it was a long time ago. This is really complicated, and let's do the show. Let's start off with some notes. 
The fourth Doctor was played by Tom Baker. His companion, Sarah Jane Smith, was played by Elizabeth Slarden. The Hand of Fear was directed by Lenny Main, who also did the incidental whistling at the end, which I haven't mentioned elsewhere (laughs) in my notes, so I'll just tell you that right now. The writers were Bob Barker, who is Nick Park's co-writer for the Wallace and Gromit animated series, and actually lives in Gloucestershire. There's a lot of links to Gloucestershire, which is why I said actually lives in Gloucestershire. You'll find those out later. Man, the continuity of these notes is not great. I said writers, the other writer... His partner in writing this episode and other work was Dave Martin. They both also created K-9 and also the crazed Time Lord scientist Omega, one of my favourite villains. The producer was Philip Hinchcliffe. There was additional on-location filming at Cromhall Quarry an Oldbury nuclear power station in Gloucestershire. There's more about Gloucestershire, believe me. This was story two of season 14, following The Mask of Mandragora, which we talked about in episode 367. The Hand of Fear was broadcast in four 25-minute episodes from the 2nd to the 23rd of October, 1976. As there is no audio clip this week, let us launch straight into what happens, and then I'll tell you what I thought of it. On a cold, far-off world, an alien is given instructions to destroy the spaceship of the traitor Eldrad. The craft appears destroyed. The TARDIS time travels to a modern quarry instead of South Croydon, where Sarah lives with her aunt Lavinia. They arrive just as some quarrymen are setting off an explosion. The Doctor is unharmed, but Sarah is found buried and clutching a stone hand. At the hospital, where they take Sarah, the ring from the hand possesses her with Eldrad's spirit. She then escapes with the hand and takes it to a nearby nuclear reactor. She does that because the hand needs to absorb energy so that it can grow. The hand absorbs radiation from the reactor and regenerates Eldrad into a beautiful female silicon-based humanoid using Sara as a template acceptable to human culture. She convinces the Doctor to take her back to her planet, Castria, but not her era, as this would interfere with time, and that is something the Doctor is not willing to do as a Time Lord, as it would contradict the laws of his people. The Doctor takes Eldrad and Sara in the TARDIS back to Castria and finds the planet deserted and cold and lifeless. However, Eldrad believes her race and planet can be revived 
until she finds out from an old recording left by her rival in power, King Rokon, who she once tried to usurp. See, I told you a coup would be involved. King Rokon has taken the most extreme measures possible to prevent her regaining power. He and the other Castrians agreed to destroy the race banks that hold the genetic material necessary for reseeding their civilization, and has also set a trap for her. Eldrad is mortally wounded, though she convinces the Doctor and Sara to help her, and they place her in a recovery chamber, where she emerges as a large, powerful male, which is her true form. Eldrad decides instead to return to Earth, where he can rule and recruit the warlike primitive human race and restart plans for interstellar conquest. They manage to escape Eldrad and hide. They stretch the Doctor's long scarf and use it to trip Eldrad into a deep ravine. The Doctor tosses the ring after the plummeting Eldrad, and he and Sara return to the TARDIS. In the TARDIS, the Doctor finds a message from Gallifrey. He has been recalled to his home world, Because he is forbidden to take Sara to Gallifrey, he leaves her on Earth at her home in South Croydon. Left to her own devices, Sara looks around and realises that the TARDIS has strayed off course again, and this is definitely not South Croydon. That's it for my (laughs) little summary. Let's move on to what I thought. First of all, a usurping power mad nut as the antagonist. I told you at the top of the show, and in the little summary that you just heard, that this story would capture the zeitgeist of current events, and they sure do. A thing that I really liked was that they are still using the lovely Baroque and homey and wood-panelled secondary control room of the TARDIS. That's quite nice. Stained glass windows that I mentioned liking as well. And it's also smaller and cosier. Let's move on to the effects. The main effect in this episode concerned the titular hand, and the disembodied hand effects were less effective than Thing from the Adams Family <laughs> which first appeared in 1964, considerably longer before this. You would have thought they would have made it look better. Or the titular appendage from The Hand, a horror film from 1981 starring Michael Caine, which is also a film that Michael Caine disowns, but I love because it's trashy and weird. (laughs) As it should be, it was written and directed by Oliver Stone. Yes, Oliver Stone. Actors. What the hell do they know anyway? Where was I? 
oh, from seeing the ridiculous clunkiness <laughs> of the hand effect in this story, even I can see how the practical SFX was achieved. It is ridiculous. It's just a guy curling his hand around inside a glove with another wrist part sticking up. So from the angle where you look at it, it just appears to be a hand on its own. It's absolutely nonsense. I don't think it would have been impressive even back in 1976. Let's move on to Eldrad. The gender-bending villain reminds me of Star Trek Voyager's Kess possessed by a male warlord in the unsurprisingly titled story Warlord from 1996. And while we're talking about the female form of Eldrad, played by Judy Paris, also from Gloucestershire, see what I mean? I just have to mention how absurdly sexy Eldrad is as a female, and very shiny too. Wow, she's made of silicon. All in all, I enjoyed the story, though it is another one that I can't remember seeing at the time, which leads me to suspect that there are many I missed or perhaps forgot. Although in this case, it feels like I probably didn't see it the first time. Memory is so unreliable that far back. The amusing ending with Sarah left stranded in some unknown part of the UK, I assume, tugged at my heart as I and the audience said farewell to Sarah Jane Smith, which we'll get onto in a moment. Before I move on to the main part of the trivia, <laughs> another irrelevant, tangential, random little fact. Since coup d'etats are such a theme this week, I'd like to draw your attention to LA punk band The Circle Jerk's excellent song, Coup d'etat, featured on the Repo Man film soundtrack from 1984. I don't know where I heard that the first time. I think, perhaps, I actually had the soundtrack. Anyway, where were we? Yeah, seek that out. It is a great song and probably a good anthem for 2021. That's the Circle Jerks. Coup d'etat. Okay, and obviously the main piece of trivia this week is The Hand of Fear was Sarah Jane Smith's last trip in the TARDIS as a full-time companion. Elizabeth Sladen left the show to pursue other acting opportunities. Unsurprisingly, because after such a long time, who wouldn't? It is hard to play second fiddle to the Doctor. However, if you look at her filmography, you'll see that she was never out of work again, so don't despair. In any case, she would reappear in the unsuccessful spin-off K9 and Company in 1981. Ah, that seems familiar. We'll have to talk about that at some point. And the feature length, The Five Doctors from 1983, one of those specials. Again, something else we'll have to talk about. 
She also appeared in the comedic Children in Need special crossover with British soap opera EastEnders called Dimensions in Time, a direct to video spin-off sequel to The Abominable Snowman from 1967 and The Web of Fear from 1968 called Downtime from 1995. That's a lot of dates. She also, of course, appeared in New Who's School Reunion in 2006 and most notably in her own brilliant spin-off series, The Sarah Jane Adventures, that ran from 2007 until her death in 2011. In a sense, then, she really never left the franchise at all. And although her life was sadly cut short by illness, I think Slardon's long tenure as such a well-loved character... Sarah Jane Smith is a fitting geeky epitaph to the Liverpudlian actress Elizabeth Clara Heath Slarden. Some also say New Who companion Clara Oswin Oswald was named as a tribute to her. If you're going to leave Doctor Who, that's the way to do it. By not really leaving at all. And then starring in your own spin-off series. Hopefully, even without an audio clip of the story, your need for hooness has been satiated. We'll be talking about The Deadly Assassin very soon, and you can listen to that one as well, and we can talk together again. The show that you just listened to is produced, presented, and edited by me, Roy Martha, a writer. Martha is spelt M-A-T-H-U-R. You can find more about me or get in touch at RoyMartha.com. If you want to help, well, I certainly welcome the help. Please review and rate the show on whatever platform you listen. Though Apple Podcasts reviews are particularly beneficial to me. Recommend it to a friend or a mortal enemy. Or click on the contact or support link on the website. The one that I just mentioned. Have you been paying attention? You were listening to Captain Roy's Rocket Radio Show, Crash, the UK podcast for the culture geek, technology nerd and creative wizard. This was episode 370, recorded on Monday the 1st of February 2021, and the time at the end of the show is 23.34.36. Thanks for listening, and bye-bye for now. Bye!